<laughs> Woo! Let's go! I'm so excited. I haven't filmed in person in so long. Really? Yes, it's like, it's just better. The energy, yeah. you can feel it. The banter, it's back and forth like ping pong. I've this been is doing my, virtual. Uh, my first time doing anything like this. Oh my God. Hello guys. You know, I've only had one man on the podcast and for some reason I'm doing it again. Today I am in studio with the one and only Terrell, aka the photographer behind Disposable Relly. That's me. So, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I mean, I'm really excited. I haven't um, filmed in studio in so long, so this is going to be like a lot of energy. This is the first time I've done anything of this sort ever. First time on a podcast? First time on a podcast. First time letting anyone take a video of me talking. Okay. Mostly just drunk selfie videos. Okay. I love it. I'm so happy to be doing this with you. Um, do you go by Relly or Terrell? Um, depends how long you've known me. Okay, so since we just <clears> met, <throat> what should we call you? Let's go. Let's stick with Relly. Okay, Relly. Yeah. Relly. Is it disposable Relly? I keep wanting to say Relly disposables. Um, that happens a lot, okay. actually. Um, most people have transitioned to calling me Relly or they will just come up to me out and be like, are you the disposable guy? Mm -hmm. um, and then I just introduce myself as Relly after. Yeah. And I don't know, kind of works. Okay. Let's talk about your photos because they're kind of like this window into this like New York creative, eclectic, vibrant lifestyle, mm -hmm. primarily nightlife. Yeah. How did you get into that? Um, mostly it was like during COVID. Um, I was still in the city. Mm -hmm. um, we kind of had like these pods of people that we were hanging out with. I was fooling around with like disposable cameras a lot um, and kind of like made the page for my friends. We did like a bunch of share houses with like 25 people because during COVID, all of the prices for like houses in Long Island like, mm -hmm. shot up for rentals and it was the only way we could afford it. Okay. We, um, kind of just like invited friends of friends of friends the first house i was in there were two people that i knew out of 25 oh my god and this is like prime covid when everyone's yeah. like afraid yeah and wanting like, to quarantine you're like let's get a house with 25 random people that i don't know yeah and we all stayed together pretty much the whole summer was it like um, a never-ending party or i mean it was like really funny because it was like everyone get up every day and there's like beer cans all over the place but everyone's like at their desk like stock trading and everything and then by like 8 p.m everyone's drinking and you know because it was like the first step into like work from home life yeah so it was really fun i was just fooling around with disposable cameras and as things loosened up more and more more people were like looking for like a window into like what is the outside world like yeah his home yeah and then i just i dm this group called project 91 mm -hmm. and they were just getting started and they're like a whole thing now and i was like wait what are they big house music event group okay um in the city based out of new york i wrote to them that you guys need me 
Like, if you like, want people to yeah. show up to your parties, I need to shoot it. Yeah. So that and it was a lie because nobody would have. Yeah. Come. Yeah. Nobody came. Yeah. For me. Um, and they were like, come. We look. Your Instagram looks cool. Come. They're like, what's your rate? I Googled what my rate should be. <laughs> I love um, that. And came up with it. I showed up with like a big, big camera that I didn't know how to use. Mm -hmm. And then I just used like my point and shoot mm -hmm. just to like look more. Yeah, official. exactly. And I then, get um, it. They're like, you we like the it. Part. Yeah, they're like, we like it. Come back. And so I was like, okay, I should probably like learn how to use all this. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's like basically how it started. I've seen, I mean, all of my friends will like post your photo, like a shot of them. And I've always seen it. And I'm like, oh, okay, neat, neat. So then whenever I heard that you were producing a show, I'm like, okay, what could this show what could this show be about? Right. Like, what what is he talking about? You know, like, what could the show be about? So you're producing Bodega Flowers and Seltzer Water, which is about, like, two deep loves and a heartbreak. Mm -hmm. And I want to have a conversation about, you know, your experience falling in and out of love, dealing with toxic relationships, and just, like, confronting trauma and yeah. what that might mean to you. But first, without giving too much away, what is Bodega Flowers and Seltzer Water? And why are you talking about your exes so publicly? <laughs> that is a very great question, which I actually have a lot of practice with. Okay. But A Flowers and Seltzer Water is an art exhibit, but it's also a show. It's an event. It's a chronological narrative of me and my life in relationships through uh, written work and photographic work um starting from when i was a kid actually. okay um and where are you from i'm from new york okay when i'm raised like um, the city or yeah okay and you know i love a party so i rather do an entire event than your typical gallery thing i want it to be something that people come to and not only you know walk around and schmooze at some artwork but also dance yeah have a good time I love okay so that's like the picture of what you're doing but like mm. why like what even is bodega flowers and seltzer water yeah so basically uh the story begins itself with a girl I dated a couple of years ago um she's a very horrifyingly toxic relationship how but old were you 29 27, I would say. Okay. Okay. Long Not ago. long ago. Not Two long years. Ago. He's 29, ladies. 29. Um, one of those, like, obsessed with each other, objectively perfect for each other, and it just, like, didn't work. And trying really, really, really hard to make it work. Mm -hmm. um, because for all intents and purposes, it made sense. Like, if you wrote out, you know, this is the kind of person I want, and this is the kind of person I want, it was like magical. Yeah. And like we also lived really close to each other, like a mm -hmm. two minute walk. Oh my God. Just made fighting really accessible. Of course. My roommate loved her and was like, I hate this. <laughs> like I'm waking up every night. Like I don't want to wake up yeah. in the middle of the night. Like arguing, night. fighting, just arguing, like fighting, all taunting each other. Taunting. Oh wow. Um, I haven't been in one of those. Oh, those well, kinds of I'm like a something. I'm like a I'll go off on you and you will take it. But there is never any back and forth, back and forth. Back oh, and forth. it was like, I mean, in relationships, emotionally, I definitely am more submissive. So it's 
it definitely okay. like went that way, but my lifestyle is intimidating itself. Mm -hmm. So like, what do you mean? How is it intimidating? I go out a lot. I have to. Like, okay. You know, like I'm out Wednesday to Sunday. Okay. Working. Yeah. Um, Nights. Nights. Lots of girls. There's lots of girls on your lots Instagram page. A lot of girls. Um, so it was kind of that dynamic was difficult for the relationship as well. She worked a very corporate job. Mm -hmm. uh, hours didn't match up very well. And our traumas were like in direct opposition to each other. Okay, what kind of traumas? Because this is relationship number one. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Bodega Flowers and Seltzer Water is about two relationships. Right. So the first one, like, you guys are kind mm -hmm. of polar opposites, but you go together pretty yeah. well. You're fighting all the time. Um, and now your traumas. What are these um, traumas? My trauma, like, my attachment style is, like, if I love you, mm -hmm. I will... I'm a big acts of service guy. Okay. Um, and the way like my trauma works is I have like super crazy abandonment anxiety. Oh my God. So I like latch. That's oh like how God. I respond. Is okay. Like, okay. Like. Like clingy? You, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's hard to be clingy when I'm as busy and like moving everywhere as I am, but like Whatever you need, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Kind of Are you like a constant communication kind of guy? Yes. Like we have to be talking all the time like that? Yeah. Um, definitely more of like a constant communication, which gets hypocritical at times because then yeah. I can disappear. Exactly. I'm sure. Um, into the night. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> right into the night. Um, and I'm naturally attracted to people whose have a similar trauma, but their response is to... Avoid? Avoid. Ancient avoidant. Themselves. I had a friend like that. So, like, you know, while I'm moving this way... They're, they're running in the way. opposite direction. Yeah. Um, for the same reasons, you know? Like yeah. We both are like, oh, my God, I love you so much. I got to go this way. And I'm like, well, I got to go that way with you. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like you guys need um, needed uh, relationship therapy. Oh, yeah. Was but, that, like, a consideration? I mean, we were... Since together, you guys were so perfect. It, for three months and we were like damn are we really gonna go to yeah get some therapy potentially i did tell this guy once that i was dating i'm like no like if anything like went wrong i'd be so down to go to therapy and he was like kim i'm not going to therapy even like if i'm not married i'm not going to therapy and i'm like but like how do you get to that stage if you don't go to therapy right. like if you have issues and you guys are getting on really well and you love this person like go to therapy yeah i mean I think ultimately also though we like both knew it wasn't going to work. Mm -hmm. um, we were very close friends too mm -hmm. before that. Mm -hmm. And that was also a thing. She's like the kind of person that like holds everything. Like she remembers everything you've ever said and holds all of it against you. So everything I told her. Oh as my a god, friend, sweetie! If you're listening to this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, she'll probably see it. Um, I don't approve <laughs> of the message. I'm sure you're amazing, and he could be salty AF. But I, continue. I'm very salty. Um, but it happened for both of us. Like I did, I did it too. Um, where like everything I told you is my friend. You know all of the dirt. Everything mm -hmm. I did 
wrong in my past. Mm-hmm. Oh so my now, God. Yes. I know exactly I mean? what you're talking about. I dated a guy once and in the beginning I was very, very, very open with him just about everything. Like you're getting to know each other. Like, you know, you're just yeah. talking about everything. And later in the relationship, he was like bringing up the shit that I said on day one. Yeah. He'd be like, so like you, you, you like you, you're a boy crazy. What do you mean by your boy crazy? <laughs> I'd be like, I mean, come on. Yeah. Or he's like counting all the guys that I told him I dated. Like, why are you counting all the guys exactly. that I told you I dated exactly. to understand my body count? Like, I just want crazy. you to know, I don't approve this message. I'm sure she's a little salty and <laughs> I'm sure you were great. No, that's literally what he did. And it was like a point of contention in our relationship. And I'm like, back up. Like, it's like, come on. So now going into relationships, like, you really do have to watch what you share. Like, you cannot just, like, go in and just word vomit. Like, this is my whole life. I'm a word vomiter. You can. And we were friends, though. So we, that was kind of like, and then we fell in love with each other. And then it was like, well, you did this with your ex-girlfriend. Yeah. What what makes me different? Yeah. like, this is an entire, but it's hard when you have similar trauma. Like she has abandonment anxiety too. So it's like, well, I want to run away because you're the kind of person that could hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one, that relationship did not work. Yeah, didn't work. Ultimately, the nail in the coffin was like, it was definitely on me. What, um, did you cheat? No, I didn't cheat actually. Okay, good. Um, I was like in this place where I was like, deciding if I wanted to do photography full time. Mm -hmm. And she was very anxious about me going out a lot and Mm -hmm. all of that um, around women. Of course, yeah. And I had a really big gig for New Year's um, in Miami. Oh, wow. Um, And I lied and I went to Miami to shoot the gig. (sighs) And I was there for like 12 hours. And I literally was in Miami for 12 hours. Like it was insane i got why did you lie i couldn't deal i was like if she freaks out i'm not gonna go out i'm not gonna go okay it's like well then that i know that i'm ridiculous this is a very immature relationship i mean this one is i agree you can't stand your ground she's running away from you it's just there's a lot so So it's really messy so you went you didn't tell her and then shit blew up in your face it's done yeah it's done like after you end things how long until you're back playing the field. Like, are you Oh, I'm like, like next day. <gasps> I'm like next day outside. Like, Why? Like, Do you not believe in healing? Or like, what is that I for you? I need also distraction for sure. Okay. Like, so between relationship number one yeah. and relationship number two, what was that time window? That time window actually was pretty short too. Okay, like how short? Unexpected. Like a uh, week. No, no, no. Okay, like a month. Um, I mean, I met her. Relationship number two? Yeah, I met her like, I met her February 20th. The fact that you know the date. Yes. Okay. It's in our text, so. The ones um, on Instagram. Yes. We'll get to that. He has text on his Instagram yeah. from these relationships, guys. Um, 20th, so like about like a month and a half. Um, okay. So give me like a quick <clears throat> brief on this relationship. So the last one was just like, toxic it sounds like you guys were very immature and just complete opposites Mm -hmm. and somehow you wanted to make things work because you guys were really good friends this relationship what's the difference what's the synopsis i went for polar opposite she's older okay um she how much older than you at the time 
four or five years. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So she worked in the art space for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this would be a person that understands fully. She's managed artists before. Mm-hmm. She gets it. Um, she was actually the first person to ever like take like look at my nightlife photography, especially in like the early stages that it was. Because mm-hmm. um, it's a huge gap from a year, um, like the kind of work I've been doing. And she was like, you're really talented. Yeah. Like, you should keep doing this. And not just, like, on a you're shooting parties yeah. level. She was like, like, this is you, art. Yeah, she was like, what you're making is incredible. The irony is she doesn't go out at all, ever. Mm-hmm. She's like a home-bodied dog Love that. mom from Pennsylvania. Love it. And I met her at the club. Okay. Um, which is weird. Meant to be clearly because that yeah. one time that she went Literally. out, she I think this found a man. See, ladies, when you stay in bed, you don't find a man. You have to go out to the club. You'll find your man. Then you can go back home. And then he'll post your text on Instagram. He will post. And we will get to that, honey, because y'all don't even know who I'm sitting down with right now. And he's really giving y'all the like really short, oh, it didn't work out. And then, but we have a lot to talk about. We do. We do. So... She's a homebody. You go out every night. You're shooting parties, events. Cool. Where's the... I mean, um, I can see the friction, but... Yeah. I mean, we were very... I, it takes a long time for me to get acclimated to a person, usually. Like, okay. if I meet someone, uh, we're, you know, the quote-unquote talking stage. Mm-hmm. Lasts a very, very long time. You seem to me, though, like you'd be like a head first. 24 hours, I'm in love, and not a slow no, burn. It's like a, you know, my exes can vouch. It's like a six-month, like, Okay. does this work kind of. Are you out. like a multi-dater? Um, or is it my, like, like you sink your teeth in one, and then you're just slowly letting the venom if I'm, spread? If I'm dating more than one person at a time, it means that all of it's casual. Like, they are, we all are kind of thing um you can't you if you can tell like if i like someone it's very hard for me to like divide my time mm-hmm. um but i can also like you know date multiple people like the whole thing if it's new york yeah um and you're from here so you kind of help yeah. write the rules um <laughs> i don't know about write them i think i just adopted them mm-hmm. very easily and quickly of course <laughs> um but yeah i don't know it was like she was like a, like, in forty eight hours, it was a thing. Okay. Like we met then that night. It could also be because you were getting over someone. So you know how they say to get over someone, you need to get under someone. Oh, for sure. So I was like, kind of oh my god, I was like that night. My these girls that uh, knew my ex were at the club, and mm-hmm. I was buying everything. My credit card statement was ridiculous your ex was my ex's friends were there and i was like they need to know that i'm doing well and life is good (sighs) this is crazy (laughs) so so you're showing off for your ex's friends and then i and you're with new girl i met her oh you met her that night okay okay so okay so she saw she saw a side of you that may not be who you are typically because you were probably like this maybe like overcompensating definitely was overcompensating that night but the reason why she actually came up to me to to tell me that her friend thought i was cute um and then you're like i think you're cute like literally exactly what i said cute Um, that's a good pickup line um 
she kind of like pulled me out of the moment though because i was mm -hmm. just like really drunk like talking to everyone you want a shot you you know doing mm -hmm. that whole thing and she kind of like yanked me out of it and then i was just like talking to her for the rest of the night okay um and then we went on a date the next day because she was going out of town we mm -hmm. went on like a quick date at like regina's grocery um where is that for those that aren't lower east there? side okay um, you are you are very lower east side yeah kind of guy which is weird because it's not at all where i'm from um from the upper east side it was like very anti-brooklyn for a long time really like really anti -Brooklyn. okay your vibe is lower east side yeah i think artsy, I, I think i just like a little a little grungy well i'm love the grunge yeah you know? yeah um yeah i don't know and then i immediately after grew up on the upper east side lived on the upper west for a few years um with a girlfriend actually okay. and then moved to brooklyn with like my best friend oh wow he are you like, in brooklyn now yeah he's okay. like so whereabouts in brooklyn bushwick oh you are in brooklyn I'm in there okay I'm in there and you were anti-brooklyn i was so he was like would you say that you are um maybe like gentrifying Oh, well, are you like a, a part black of gentrifier? The... Like okay. my building, it feels weird. I'm yeah, like, yeah, because like, it's not just white people. Yeah, no, we're part of the problem. Like, I'll yeah. dap up the dude on the corner and then walk into my to the building that displaced him, and that's yeah. why he's on the corner exactly. because you moved into the building. Hundred percent. Wow. I okay, know. maybe you need to take your ass back to the Upper East Side. I mean, you know, we did it there too. How do you think it became the Upper East Side? Oh wow! Did it? Oh wow! There's tons of places on the Upper East Side just like that. Oh wow! Yeah. Damn. Okay, so back to this relationship <laughs> so we can move on. So you guys, you're out. You meet her in a club. You're in love 48 hours. Where does it go wrong? And why are you talking about her? Like, we need to get to the part. Why are you talking about your exes? I think that, like, she was the first. She she is the first person that I've ever been able to overall, like, see myself with, like, a lot of times I can date someone and love them and it's, you know, it's great. Mm -hmm. But do you, New York, we move slower in general in, in the relationship game. Oh, a thousand percent. Even my friends who have been with their spouses for, you know, eight, nine years, like in terms of getting married and like actually making the official commitment, they waited until their lives were completely settled, done, <laughs> Like, finish school, finish this, finish that, bought a house, did this. Okay, Let's now get we can do it. Yeah. And it's like, they've been together since college That's and fun. they don't get married till 30 kind of thing. Yeah, but also like getting married at 30 is fine. Yeah. When you're together from college, it's just, you know, you're 29, you're single. Yeah. Are you going to get married at 40? Maybe. TBD. It's looking, it's looking. It's looking that way, especially when like this it. show goes live. <laughs> it's looking like it. Um, I don't know. She like... It was the first time I was like, I could live in a house with a dog and yeah. like do that and figure out how to make this art thing work. And mm -hmm. like, I would like be at her house till for like hours. Mm -hmm. with like, a, I'm like walking the dog and shit and Crown Heights and like yeah. saying hi to everyone on the corner, mm -hmm. you know? Um, it was like a very different thing that I never saw for myself at all. Um, we're like, this like you know i said like me and my ex were like very compatible 
uh, X was, number one. Yeah, I think okay. there was a. Um, I think there is a narcissistic element to. Um, X number this, two. X number two, because we are like the same person. Oh wow! Um, like deeply. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of strange to like, see yourself in someone and be like, "I love, I love you." Yeah. Which also oh. means like, "I love me." Yeah. Wow. Um, it's deep. It's a part of our fights all the time. It's like, I know what you're doing. I've done the same thing my whole life, mm-hmm. and it's hard because it's two people that are really intelligent and used to maneuvering relationships certain ways um manipulative people i was gonna say it sounds like manipulation manipulative people but like we're just doing the same thing to each other it's not working yeah like the usual manipulation which is a comfort zone thing Mm -hmm. um i'm like i i've seen this This yeah like i do this this is my game yeah like you're playing me at my own game. 100%. So where did the end begin? Um, she ghosted me. Oh, wow. After how long? Six months, yeah, we'll say? a little over six like months. Like eight months, we'll yeah. say. Oh, my Old God. Man. From February to August, you guys were together like serious. Were you boyfriend and girlfriend? Um, or like a, relation, like a New York relationship? We would like... We'd, like be in bed and be like, will you be my girlfriend? And then like two weeks later, I'd be like, it's so crazy. We're not like, you're not even my boyfriend. Like, <laughs> what? I thought we were dating. This is so New York. So yeah. she ghosted you. Like fully. Oh, so you are, this <clears throat> one, you're actually salty. Yeah, yeah, very salty. Like this one, you're, you are upset. We um, she got in the car, went home to see her family in mm-hmm. Philly. Um, and then that was it. We were like talking one day. We talked for a week and then yeah. one day, stopped speaking to me oh my god were you guys fighting was there like some underlying fight we were actually like amidst a pregnancy scare a lot okay a lot of people had pregnancy scares this last summer like a lot of people and i don't know if it was because of like roe versus wade (laughs) i don't know what it was but so many people had pregnancy scares like Mm -hmm. a lot of people yeah probably i can count five people on one hand yeah because i have five fingers (laughs) yes Crazy. I think I I had to send her an email and be like, hey, look, all good. You clearly want space. Just want an update. Are we with child or not? Do I need to start saving or not? I don't have it. What are we doing? I don't have it. Yeah. Oh, and she's five years older than you. Oh, that would have been so interesting. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, thank God for you. It wasn't your time to have child. Um, she ghosted you. Relationships done. Mm -hmm. Um, so now you're producing this show. Mm-hmm. And these relationships are the precipice of this show. Mm-hmm. And do you talk about these women? I mean, obviously, you're you're sharing a lot of information about your relationship together. But um, how do they feel? I mean, do you know how they feel about... I can't even believe <laughs> you're here airing your grievances right. <laughs> about I mean, them on Rich Little Broke Girls. But... Well, I would say that I don't really talk about relationship one. It was kind of like the spark in terms of the idea that I could never like really like, like I think I had like a really stupid name for this. I had like, an, uh, this guy I spoke to the other day gave me a name for it. He's like, it's called bubbling when you have like an idea in the back of your head, but you can't like fully put it Flush together. it out. 
And I was like, ah, oh, like bodega flowers, it'd be cool, something, whatever. And when I started dating uh, Ren. Um, oh, we have a name. We have a name. Is Ren relationship number one or two? Two. Okay. And that's when everything kind of like came together and like, Essentially, that is the actual inspiration for the show. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's like a lot of, to take from mm -hmm. relationship one, but in terms of like what, and it's I can really about. I can hear that because you did mention earlier that you have like abandonment issues mm -hmm. and like getting oh ghosted, ghosted is like is the like, ultimate. I was like, full and blind. did she like ghost you? Like not a ping. You'd never heard from her again. Like, did she block you? She is far enjoys the torture too much to block me okay she love would, that like, i would never block someone every like two weeks or something would like like a post of mine or something like that she would just like randomly like post a picture that i took of her and stuff and like tag me but like i'd be like oh cute and like wouldn't respond mm -hmm. never been ghosted before either yeah so that was like Getting ghosted is next level. I was ghosted, right? It was like a COVID situation. And um, yeah, like we hung out and then we were like organizing a date. Yeah. And then I just like didn't hear from him. Like I just didn't hear from him. Were you guys like seeing each other? Yeah, we were seeing each other. Like we had met in LA, then brought it back to New York. And we were having a great time, I thought. And um we were supposed to hang out on a Sunday. I remember on Saturday, he like confirms, hey, are you down to come to Brooklyn to hang out? Whatever. I didn't hear from him on Sunday. So then I was like, I'm obviously not hanging yeah. out with him. Anyways, I was ghosted, guys. And it was like such an experience. But honestly, everything happens exactly the way it's meant to. Okay. He deleted his Instagram in the process of ghosting me, like just okay. went off of the grid, the grid completely to this day. He wow. doesn't have an Instagram. Like, like I don't know what he? happened to him <laughs> during that time. Do you like file missing persons? Like, no, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care that much. He can, anyways. Um, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> but the friend, so I met him the day that we met. He was with his friend, and we like all had dinner together. And then probably like, I don't know, three months ago, the friend like tried to match me on a dating app. Oh, weird. And I was like, that's so fucking weird. Men have no loyalty. Where's the loyalty? None. I can't speak for the men. No, I can, though. <laughs> they have no loyalty. Um, so, honestly, from the female perspective, I can mm. speak for the girls, especially the rich little broke girls. I would be really nervous to date you. I mean, I get that a lot, actually. Like, I would be... I don't know where you are in your dating life now, mm. But I would be nervous, A, because you would either produce a show about me when, <laughs> if and when we break up, or B, you would post my intimate text messages on Instagram. Right. I get it. Do you yeah. want to tell the listeners? Yeah. Um, it started at first with like funny, crazy texts um, in general. Like I've always done the text message thing. It's like a really cool way to like frame the pictures. Um because I feel like the photos, like, tell the story of the night. And then you have, like, a screenshot that, like, frames it even more. Mm -hmm. um, so it started out with, like, funny, crazy texts or, like... From who? Uh, I would post some of mine. But, like, when I, I did it, like, two or three times. And then people would be, like, here, like, look at this. And, like, send me stuff to, mm -hmm. like, put up on my... Mm -hmm. And people still, like, to this day send me 
screenshots that they got, like random crazy guys. Yeah. And men, we have a knack for providing some really cringy text messages. 100%. So, I have a lot of girlfriends who are like out and dating. And they're like, look what this guy just said to me. And they'll send it to me and I'll post it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but then when I started writing about Ren is when I started posting the screenshots. And it was definitely an attention grab. Okay. For, her, for sure. For her. So you were trying to get Ren's attention. 100%. Now, if you're lost in this conversation, Ren is the grown-ass woman, the 35-year-old woman that ghosted him. Ren ghosted Relly, wanted nothing to do with him. Nothing. Um, and so Relly starts posting her text messages in between your disposable Relly, like, mm -hmm. carousels. So, like, sick photos, nightlife, people having fun. And then, boom, there's a text message from Ren. Being in New York makes me miss you. Reading your writing makes me miss you. Receiving things from you that I know will make me smile makes me miss you. Yep. Don't you think that's a little <laughs> much? Um, she loved it. Okay. Um, How do you know if she, you never spoke to her? If you know her, she loves the attention. Okay. Um, this is like a sick game. It oh, really it sounds like, like a, this sounds like a like crazy a, game. I don't know if Ren is playing. We're going to assume Ren is playing the game too. Winning the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's winning. Yeah. Um, at that point, like a text like that, it was... The communication, like, started a little bit again. Mm -hmm. um, I was also, like, writing, like, narratively about mm -hmm. her. Um, and so that's what made the text messages, like, come straight to mind. Is like, I would write a story about her. Um, and I'd, like, post, like, an excerpt from the story. Mm -hmm. um, and it would remind me of, like, a message she sent. Yeah. Or sometimes I would, like... To get into the headspace for writing, I would like go read go text read messages. over text messages and mm -hmm. be like, okay, whatever, and then sit down at my computer for an hour and write. And I would kind of like pick the text message that framed the writing mm -hmm. itself, um, which it's was truly a modern day art form. Yeah, it was crazy because it's what people responded to more than like anything ever. Oh wow! Um, like in terms of your um, like Instagram post, yeah. Like, okay. Once that started, people were, like, guys, like, on the street were, like, yo, I don't know how you, like, put that into words. Like, I can't say that, but, like, I get that and, like, thank you. Yeah, because you are very vulnerable. Yeah. Like, and I think a lot of men don't want to be that. Yeah, I think— They, like, shy away from it. I think they shy away from it. I think a lot of men— I'll be literally, like, in, like, a sports bar and, like, some, like, 6'5", like, linebacker will, like, pull me aside and be like, you're really, right? Like, thank you, dude. And I'm like... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, like, my God. I'm like, I'm out here, like, virtually reaching out to my ex and you're, like, really feeling it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that definitely, like, kept me... Kept it going for sure. I think it was the men, honestly, that, like, hit me up and were like, yo, we appreciate you, like giving voice to how I feel, but I just, like, don't know how to say it. Yeah. Um, a lot of, like, yo, been there, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, I know you mentioned about the show Toxic Cycles and mm -hmm. Trauma. Do you think this is your way of moving on from that? Or do you think in some way it's, like, you playing into this toxic cycle and, like, 
Um, I think it's been really therapeutic. Okay. To like go back and see where everything went wrong and to be able to like actually like process everything. Because a lot of times when we break up with people, the whole idea is like move on, cut mm -hmm. clean, let's like keep it moving. Mm -hmm. And it takes a while for you to like go back and like what can I learn from this? How do I heal from this? My like part, like my abandonment anxiety is like the one thing you don't do if you love someone is leave. That's like the only, wow. right. So it's like what, how I was basically like socialized like as a kid was like, you don't leave. Mm -hmm. And so going through this and being like, oh my God, like I should have left right there. Yeah. I should have like. Why didn't, right. yeah. Um, has been, like, super helpful. And also helpful to, like, see places where, like, I suck. Yeah. Because um, I certainly was not perfect and was, like, you know, it was definitely, like, a 50-50 contribution thing. A hundred percent. So to be able to, like, see it for real, I'm, like, I'm writing it. And when I write a story, it's, like, the only time where you're not, like, personally involved in the story i'm like looking at the text messages objectively and i'm writing about it mm -hmm. and i'm writing it the way it happened and it's the only time where like my opinion isn't in it mm -hmm. and i'll like sit down and like reread it and be like oh you were wrong yeah like yeah i, did, I didn't i was fighting with you the whole time but i was like dead wrong mm -hmm. the whole time and that's like happening months later and probably the only way because even when you talk to your therapist it's from your point of view yeah i was gonna ask if you're in therapy <sighs> we are we are so back in the therapy okay good oh you are like y'all are tight like this how like, many how many times a like, week we're we're at once a week it was okay. it was twice for a okay. little bit yeah i love a man in therapy um, you really got to sort your shit out. We took a break. Okay. The classic, like, I got my shit together now. Yeah. And then I was like... No, I don't. Because I'm... Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we actually tried again. Um, Ren and I. Huh? Yeah. Recently? Recently, no. How recent? Uh, November, I think. So the woman that ghosted him came back from the dead. They tried again. Clearly it didn't work out because... You have this show. I mean, when we started dating again, the show was like already like it was. We were like in the pre-production phase. How did she feel it. about it? Oh, she, she she liked it. She was like, it was I a love, part of our. Ren, I like you. <laughs> I think we could be friends, Ren. I know it was a part of our history. It was a part of the truth. We were more in love than ever. Wow. And it felt like we. What if this is like your life partner and you don't even know? I mean, I'm trying. You know? Oh, you're time. still in love with her? Absolutely. 100%. Oh, wow. Um, so you're not dating? Not dating. You're not emotionally... You're emotionally unavailable. Very much so. I would assume. Because I was um, going to ask, like, how is dating... I, I don't, mean, think, I, you, I don't I, think you really can date right I, now. With all of this, I don't know if a woman would be like, yes, give me... Put all that on my plate. Right. Let's figure it it's out together. Lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, she's always like... She, you know hits me up and she's like as you've seen on my instagram i'm like very public about who she is mm -hmm. um i post pictures of her so oh do I'm, you they're in there um and crazy. it was like her she was like mad about it she was like okay if you're gonna post like my words and write about me i think it's really shady that 
you are like not putting my face in anything. Like you post a picture of other girls with text messages of mine. So I'd be like, so I was like, okay, I don't have a problem. You want to be a main character? You can be the main character. You got it. So I, she was like, it feels really exploitive for you to take like my words, my information, and like not. Yeah, she said, credit me, right? Because I'm the one that gave you this trauma. I'm the one that contributed to this toxic ass relationship, and you're producing an entire show off of my back. I want my credit. And it's going. The show is. I don't. I don't think. Will she, she be there? The sh- I don't know. She better. I. I would her. love to meet her. I approved her RSVP. I. You know, I said I would love you there, but you know, um, we'll see. We have. We have this. So thing. at the beginning of this conversation, I felt bad for both of your exes. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is wild. I don't know what... Matter of fact, I know exactly what I would do if my ex did some shit like Mm -hmm. this. Um, But through this conversation, I don't feel bad for Ren. I feel bad for ex number one. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like she's just getting the shade of it. Like, you're praising Ren. Ren is like the golden child. She is like, oh my God, still in love with you. And then ex number one is just like in the shadows. I feel like... And she's probably, like, pissed about this. I don't have enough. um, Well, it's funny. We stopped speaking to each other. um, Like, clean cut kind of thing. Of course. And Mm -hmm. she had done some background research, I guess. And, like... um, On what? Like, who I was seeing at the time. You know, the Instagram stock. Yeah. So after you guys broke up, she yeah, it was went like on. a while. It was like it had been like a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, the irony is, she was like, this is like mid ghost of Ren. She was mm-hmm. like, this girl is probably so nice and so sweet and doesn't know how terrible you are. And I was like, little do you know that she's running this shit. <laughs> she is running the game on me. Right. Uh, and like I will she just is monetize my, she is it. my karma, actually. <laughs> Don't worry. Like, I'm getting everything that you feel I deserve. Yeah. Um, I just, I also don't feel, I just did wouldn't feel comfortable with, like, who she is. I know her as a person. I think that would, like, this process would upset her. So, like, I, I wouldn't do anything that would actually, like, upset the person I care about. Like, yeah. I still care for her. Mm-hmm. And I know that it would upset her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wouldn't do that. Yeah. It's not like a shade thing. Like I know Ren enjoys it. And it's yeah. not. And she also like comes from an artistic background. Yeah. And appreciates it. And is happy that it's going well. Mm-hmm. You know. That's like when we intermittently speak. The show is bigger than I ever imagined it would be. Mm-hmm. And that's like one of the first things she says. She's like. Aww. You know, like, I don't think it's good for me to, like, see you, but I miss you and I love you. And I'm so happy the show is going as well as it is. Like, yeah. I am watching and I'm proud that it is. I always told you you could do it. Kind yeah. Of it's so weird. Like, you guys really co-created this show. And it's like you, whether you guys knew it or not, it's like that relationship yeah. was really the show it, like and i love that she loves it and i love that she's proud of you and i love that she knows that she contributed and i love that she wants her credit yeah. because i mean i was like if you like you know if you want it it's yours i didn't yeah. i wasn't giving it to her the credit yeah it was kind of like a i'd like post a picture like at her house or something and like mm-hmm. tag her but it was like 
Very ambiguous. Yeah. And then… And I love that she's not involved. But like… Like this is actually so poetic and so beautiful. Like, like she really too. is kind of this mastermind in the mm -hmm. in the background. And you're just, you know, you're taking yep. it. You're taking 100%. the baton. Yeah. We do… We are… We do this thing. You're gonna you're gonna die right okay. now. But we do this thing where I was actually saving this for you. Okay, let's hear it. Um, we're like not seeing each other right now. Um, obviously, still very much so in love with each other, but we don't really speak. Okay. Um, her decision, not mine. But we have this thing where like we still like she's talking to other people. The whole deal. We just like keep each other's location still. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Like we what just like. What is this? What is this? I don't know. This is like, a weird game. That's like a twisted game. So you, where is she right now? She actually is home in New York City, which is new. Okay. I'm finding out right now that she's in New York City. Oh wow. We like keep each other's location let me see i mean i'm not going to tell you guys her location but i'll tell you where she's oh yeah she is in crown heights <laughs> wait this is nuts and it's just like we just like keep it i don't know this is weird i agree really this is weird <laughs> i'm telling you this is really weird so crazy right i know she could be like with her new boyfriend i don't know Who she knows? probably is probably right so, would you consider yourself sad boy or a fuck boy? Definitely, like, like a nice little combo for sure. Okay. Um, I think primarily, I think anyone who's actually a sad boy has fuck boy tendencies, and like self awareness is really what it's about. Okay. Like, I am sad boys are very emotionally like vulnerable and like okay with sharing their emotions mm -hmm. and whatnot um i consider myself a very honest person but like is there a ability to weaponize honesty absolutely and so like that's like i'm learning all like the terms these days mm -hmm. therapy and such of course so like Weaponizing honesty is a fuck boy. I consider that a fuck boy trait. How like do the you brutally weaponize? Honest guy, I, perfect one. You can't be mad at me. I I'm, told you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? You can't be mad at me. I told you. Right. Like, I I'm being honest. Why would you be upset? Right. Or like. Oh, wow. Maybe I've done that. <laughs> I'm We have more fuck boy tendencies than we all believe. Yeah. So, like, I don't think I like identify as a fuck boy. But, like, are there things? For sure. That's, like my hallmark card it's like uh let's see if you relate to this one i told you what this was and that i didn't want this to progress or like i don't want to be with you i don't want to be with anyone and i told you that going into this mm -hmm. right but then we hang out every day yeah and do relationship things yeah but i told you i didn't want to want that yeah so you can't be mad yeah, I had a conversation like that with a friend and he was like essentially saying just that. He's like, but if I tell her that I don't want anything to do with her like that, but I still hang out with her all the time. I'm like, you're being a fuck boy. Like, is, leave her alone. You don't want to be with her. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Why are you, why are y'all hanging out all the time? I also think it's on her. Be, have some wherewithal. 
Yeah, like yeah, have for some, sure. like you know, a spine. Leave his ass. He I mean, but I've also, I've shoes been on the other foot, right? Where like I've been like, she's like not available, but she wants to hang out. The sex is good. Mm-hmm. Why would I not? Mm-hmm. You end up getting your feelings hurt. So I, yeah, you I just think it can't. goes. I actually wrote an article in high school. No, it's not in high school. It was in college. Okay. I wrote an article for like the school paper. What's it called? That went a little wild. Um, called Fuck Boys Have Feelings Too. Oh my God, that is great. You should um, write a book. We've been on that train before. <laughs> Fuck Boys Have Feelings Too. We got a couple of response articles. Okay. From Mainly from women. Of course. Um, I got one that was like trashing my article. It's really well written too. I wrote like the first article that was like kind of on a whim, mm-hmm. and every response article was like really well thought out and mm-hmm. much more planned. And you were like, "All like, right, oh, relax, like, guys," because damn. I was just shooting the shit, and now yeah. you want to come here, give me MLA format. Yeah, I was like, "Damn!" Like now I got to write a response. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was like from the uh, woman perspective, but it was like as a female fuckboy, here's also like my take on this um that was just like so like this whole thing so you're in kind between of been, yeah i think i'm in between i think a lot of people are in between yeah i'm just okay with being there yeah like the gray area definitely off gray. white they say i would consider you a lover boy gone rogue i like that just actually. with his head cut off fully Fully, like Especially you, right now, a hundred percent. I'll have you back on the podcast in a year <laughs> when you're over, Ren. Got if it doesn't work out, if it doesn't work out, um, and I want to understand how you're moving on. Like, I want to understand what the conversations are with these new girls. So many questions. Yeah, I mean, I I'm like very open. To be honest with you, I've been so busy with the show itself. Mm-hmm. Um. That it's been like hard to even like talk to anyone. Yeah, I'm, like very flirtatious on like mm-hmm. social media and like do all that stuff. What do you mean, like liking a bunch of people's yeah, Instagram like pictures, stories? Response. It's just like the like classic stuff. But I, well, what's the classic stuff for the girls to know that this is what the boys are doing? Oh, it's just like you know, like a little intermittent response to. Funny things a girl posts. Like, I'm not like a real post liker. Mm-hmm. Always like a little behind the times. So mm-hmm. it like, takes me out. I'm getting into the liking the post. Okay. Now. What um, about like the Instagram stories? Do you like Instagram stories? I feel like that is. That's like new flirting. to me. Um, yeah, but like, one. I just like re- reply, like say something funny back. Okay. Like, remember, I'm here kind of thing. Okay. Um, but not saying, remember, I'm here. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I've just been like, very overwhelmed with this, which also, as a prospective person to date me, would be like, well, what's going on there? Yeah, th- that's know? what I'm saying. Um, so I'm happy that you're not dating right now. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, you can't. I would be so fuckboy of you to be, would be dating someone right now. 100%. After, Especially after this episode goes live. The yeah. girls will know exactly where They're you like, are. Ooh. There's no chance. You know? Right now. Um, but it's been like, it's been kind of like cool though, because it's the first time where, like how I said, I just like jump back into like going out, mm-hmm. 
dates, whatever, where because I am so publicly unavailable that, and also simultaneously, like actually physically busy, where you have to take a beat. Yeah. Breathe. Like I haven't even had time to read, yeah. let alone like go on a date. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I feel the same in the same space. Yeah. I mean, I'm not emotionally unavailable. But definitely too busy, don't have time to read, Right. don't really have time to date. And if I want to go on a date, like, you got to be fucking. Like, if I'm going to give you my time, oh, 100%. like, you got to really be coming with something. Like. Something special. You got to wow me. If I choose to go on a date with, I mean, I feel this way in general. Mm-hmm. Like, the older you get, there's a dating scene and I don't really feel like I've ever ascribed to, like, like, what are you doing this weekend? It's like, oh, I have two or three dates. Like, two. I've never like felt that. If I decide to go on an actual date with you, mm-hmm. that means like I there is something I believe is special about you mm-hmm. enough that I want to know more because I go out enough. I'm not sure, here you're to like meeting people. Yeah, I'm not here to like go home and like meet go on a date with someone to hook up. Mm-hmm. There's the club. There's the bar. Mm-hmm can go hook up with someone mm-hmm. if you want to. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, yeah, like, let's go get a drink. Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk about who we are. That means I must find you very interesting. And there's got to be something that I think is special about you. Yeah. Otherwise, see me at work on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And I'll take your picture and I'll tag you. you. Oh, yeah. or that. <laughs> okay, I love. Yeah. Um, well, as a treat to our lovely listeners who have made it to the end of a rather different episode. Yes, story time. <laughs> a Rich Little Broke Girl story time episode. So I typically do um, a certified tip for the girls. Mm. But as we're sitting down with the one and only disposable Relly. Did I say it right? You did. I did. Disposal really. Um, I want to know your certified tip for your future girl. Future girl. Wow. That's a great question. Um, to be as open and honest with me as you can, even if it's not what I want to hear. Um, I think that's a big thing that people don't do. And honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um Sometimes we, like, want what we want in the moment, but, like, the actual honesty, it's impossible for me to be honest with you if I'm not honest with myself. Mm -hmm. So I think that is a huge thing that gets lost in translation in relationships in general. Oh, my God. I love that. That was a great tip. Thank you. Thank you. Great tip. Um, well, where can the listeners find you? Obviously, we know you have bodega flowers and seltzer water. Yeah. Tell um, us where to find you, where to keep up. Find me on Instagram at Disposable Rally. Um, our show goes live March 10th um, at Bodega Flowers and Seltzer Water on Instagram to find all the RSVP information. Um, other than that, I'm out and about quite a bit i'm sure you'll see me around i love it it's gonna be a really great time we've got some really cool exciting things we're working with uh at spirits and lullaby 
they're like doing a bunch of stuff for us, um, building a pop-up bar. It's open bar also, which is huge. Oh, that is sick. Um, June Shine is sponsoring us. Um, huge, huge fan of June Shine. And What's like, June Shine? June Shine is a hard kombucha company based out of Oh, hard like Yeah, like alcohol. Oh wow. I yeah. love kombucha, yeah. but I didn't realize that they um, made it like, with they are like the biggest hard kombucha company. June Shine? Yeah, and they'll be sponsoring us. They have a bar in Williamsburg that just opened. Okay. Which is one of my favorite spaces in the city. Since you're a Brooklyn boy now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they're doing a lot of stuff for us, so that'll be really exciting. I'll be there. I hope so. I'm going to be there talking to the girls. My intern just quit, so I need to get a new intern so she can film me. <laughs> um, but once I secure that, I will a thousand percent be there. Not just the girls. I'll be talking to everybody. And I'm really excited to see what questions you have for people. Yeah. Oh, I have a lot. I had a lot of good ones that like I didn't answer today because I want to save it for March 10th. Should be good. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. You have to come back. Uh, one year. Yes, one year from today. One year to trauma heal. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, ladies. Don't forget to meet me back here next Wednesday for a new episode of Rich Little Broke Girls. Subscribe, rate, leave me a review. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next week.